How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. Boom goes the dynamite. Welcome to a finally Friday, a Friday free-for-all edition of the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. It's the free-range human show of choice. Your daily dose of reality radio. You got myself, Clay Edwards. You've got Sean Yurt Karan sitting across from me. And guys, do we have a lot to talk about today. Man, we are in an exciting news cycle, aren't we, Sean? Yeah, it's been pretty pretty crazy the last few days, a week, locally yeah. and nationally. Yeah, you know, not to mention that we've driven in all seven seasons of weather this week alone. I almost would have taken the um, the rain from the other day than this morning. This I couldn't see anything. I could see about as well. The yeah. rain and the fog. It, it, it was rough. Because there ain't, ain't nothing you can do. You just can't see. Yeah, you just can't. There's nothing you can do. You just can't see. And they, the... They need to repaint the white lines or yellow lines and stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw over in Australia, talk about rabbit holes here. I saw over in Australia that they have glow-in-the-dark street uh, street paint. Really? Okay. Yep. You know, I, you know how good it works or whatever, I, I don't know, but it would be something interesting for here, especially yeah. with so many rural roads. On roads in Jackson. Yeah, right, true. <laughs> yeah, because they ain't not their street lights for them. Yeah, yeah I mean, because there's no right. <laughs> I guess it, wait, you need you need the streetlights to work for the glow in the dark to work, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, look, Sean, let's jump in. Uh, Guns yeah. and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Real quick, one last thing before we get rolling here. Mm-hmm. One of our everyday listeners, one of my longtime friends, Richard Lee Davis, is in the hospital. He needs our prayers. Uh, not doing well. Oh, he is. I know. Yeah. I know Richard. Yeah, okay. RLD. Yeah. Uh, not doing well. Saw that on Facebook this morning. Um, one of our other listeners sent me a, a, a screenshot uh, that I believe Richard's wife maybe had posted. I, I get people's names confused, but neither here nor there. Uh, not doing well. Um, and if you. Pray, uh, pray for our friend Richard Lee Davis, RLD. It's a good chance you've, uh, if you've ever been out in Jackson and seen somebody playing music live, you've probably seen yep. RLD playing, whether it was one of his bands or his acoustic one man jam. Yeah, really, really great <laughs> musician. So, just want to throw that out there, man. Power of prayer. I've seen it work, and we need it now. Um, Sean, something you and I talked about a little bit last night. They're saying he's, by the way, uh, he's saying he's in the hospital with complete liver and kidney failure. Oh, so, man. I mean, it's, it, 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 it's serious. So we, he's like a little pray, Jackson icon, you know? Yeah. He really is. He, yeah, absolutely. Uh, icon in the music scene around mm, here. That's what I mean, yeah. You know, I've only added one. I started this thing called the Clay Edwards 
um, or Save Jackson. I don't remember what I was calling it at the time, but my own little Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, around here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Who's on the list? Jason Turner. Uh-huh. He was the first inductee. Yeah. And I have not inducted anybody else since, but maybe we have to maybe we get RLD in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's got a means, and you can't just be putting everybody in the thing. No, right. <laughs> I mean, but I think I think Richards. He's well. I mean, everybody knows who he yeah. is. Like, yeah, if I mean, you're in, if you go, went out in Jackson for the last twenty five years, like you know yeah. who Richard is. I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. And there's some other folks that need to be in there too. I actually, I, I need to knock the dust off of it and start. Yeah, that's a great you know, idea. You should, start doing it. Like maybe you should put that on Facebook today. Like yeah. everybody's like nominees for the Jackson Music Hall of Fame. Mm-mm, this ain't a democracy. <laughs> no. like, well, you get to pick. You're the judge. I'm just saying. Like have people put this suggestions. A, this is a cl- this is a claytocracy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it still can be. You just have you know, they're just suggestions of who people think <laughs> no, should be in it. I agree 100 percent. Because you may you may be forgetting a name. That's like, oh, how did I miss that? Yeah, yeah. there's just somebody from years ago. Like you know, you're like that's uh that should have been in there. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I, I'm just now. I'm going through my head of old Jackson bands over the last 25 years. And yeah, I mean, there's there's there's, there's plenty of. I, I think Chad Wesley. You yeah. Know, whether he's done Storage 24, Baby Fred, that whole crew, mm-hmm. but they've done on the rock side. I could go on and on and on. We may get back to that. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into this border stuff. Sure. Trump has. I think this whole thing is escalating very fast at a rate that I did not expect. What's going on down at the Texas border? Mm-hmm. Trump comes out yesterday and suggests all states uh, to surge their National Guard to the border. I thought that was an interesting choice of words, too. Like a surge? Like yeah. a migrant surge? Yeah, yeah, the, to surge their their troops to the border. Cause, and, and I'm just going to be honest with you, Sean. Like, I hear that. Mm-hmm. And, and Democrats have thrown such a hissy fit about January 6th and this, that, and the other, and a threat to democracy and... Dark, democracy dies in darkness, you know, just all the nonsense. Insurrection. I mean, I can't say this or that on air, what I think, that how, how I vision Democrats saying insurrection when they're alone. Oh, God. Um, in a dark room <laughs> with, a, with a goon squad's favorite toy. Oh, man. Yeah, that's where my mind goes. Um, oh, yeah, insurrection. Um, I, I'll be honest, like, that's the vibes I got when... When I heard, when I saw Trump's post about telling other states to surge their National Guards down there, I'm like, that almost feels like an act of war. And I like it. You like it. I like that people are standing up against this regime. I think he, uh, didn't he say, I'm assuming he said in that post, or he said in the past that, you know, when he's, when he, if he's reelected, that he'll, uh, talk President Trump, that he'll, uh, you know, okay, the National Guard to go to the uh, borders. I think, yeah, I think so they'll work hand in hand. Yeah, with uh, with with Abbott or whoever the Texas governor is. You know, I guess it'll be Abbott in twenty twenty five to to secure the border. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sean, you you, you, you don't ever see, you like to talk a lot, but you don't seem to in on the. On this border stuff, what, what, um, where's your head with it? Uh, every, every time, every time we talk, and I'm not calling you out here. I'm just trying no. to think. It's just every time no, you know, I mean, you just kind of. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, it's not like I mean, I'm for um, you know securing the border and for legal immigration, and I think this, I think this has got out of hand, and I think the Biden administration has not handled it correctly. I mean, I think that's that's the best way I can put it. Do I think there needs to be a war over it? No. I mean, I think that you know, no, I don't think there needs to be a war. I, you know, we need. To, I think we need to have a show of a show of resistance. I mean, I prefer things to be handled through the legal process. Now, I understand that the Supreme Court has you know said that the 
Biden administration can cut the barber wires at the barbed wire. That's correct. And uh, I love that everybody says it differently. I know. <laughs> right. At least I don't have one of the tattoos it's where like, it's around my you know bicep like, or anything. Like it's that. like Worcestershire sauce. Everybody <laughs> says barbed wire different. <laughs> That's so true. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, yeah, I can't even say that. I don't even like order. And I'm like, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I mean, I like the stuff. I just don't yeah. know how to say it. And uh, so, yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I just prefer things to be done through the legal process because my viewpoint on this is, I mean, if we're not going to do things the correct way, then why do we have any laws? Like, let's just get rid of them and then everybody can be warring tribes and we can do whatever we want to. Or, we, you know, and so that's that's my only thing with it. Now, do I think, you know, uh, do I understand Texas position? I, th- I think they're right in terms of they should want to protect their state, you know, I mean, and that this has re- gone just has gone out of control. I, mean, I just don't see anybody could debate that portion of it. How, now, the way to most effectively handle that, you know, I, intrinsically, I don't have a problem with putting up barbed wire or doing what you got to do to protect your border. I don't have any problem with that at all. Um, but, um, I, you know, the federal government is in charge of the international borders. I mean, that's what the Supreme Court, you know, is, is saying. And so I think you just got to do that through the legal means and whatever avenue Texas can do. Um, maybe sue the United States. I don't think they have. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't followed all of that. Well, but, they, they they had a lawsuit that went to the Supreme Court over the ball bar. That part I knew. Right? Yeah, I think yeah. there's another one, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But I mean, um, Texas has been trying to do this the right way. Yeah. And for and they even have. Sorry, my computer screen just started scrolling by itself. They, they what I heard today. I, um, Glenn Beck read the letter from Governor Abbott. Yeah, I got it up right now. I'm looking it's at it. it's kind of long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if we want to get into reading it, but and he laid it all out there. One of the things is, man, there was like I want to say twenty four or twenty seven legal points of entry throughout the border. Mm-hmm. It was like why why can we not just send the people through there? Right. Yeah, that's I, all I they're trying to do. No, yeah, it sounds it sounds so simple, right? Can we yeah. just do this correct way? But then there's all but this. You know. They they insist on letting it be an invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and and I told we've talked about this on the show before. Where I've always I make the analogy that the Republicans caught the car with abortion, and this is what the Democrats have done with this. If you look at, I was looking at this a couple nights ago. Immigration has never been the number one of the number one issues for most Americans. Like they just haven't paid attention. It's kind of like we were talking about last night, like about how people just aren't always in the weeds with all this stuff. Like we are listening to podcasts, paying attention to this, mm-hmm. what's going on. So they just didn't really, you know, immigration doesn't. They don't see it on. You live in Iowa, you're not really paying attention to what's going on at the border, right? I mean, you're in Texas, you are, you know, those kind of places. But, but now because of the complete. F up, right? Now the entire country is paying attention to this, you know, which I think, you know, initially when Abbott and, and I'm not throw DeSantis out of that because I think his stuff is a little different, but I, I understand Abbott's position. When Abbott was shipping the migrants, initially I was like, okay, this is a political stunt, but you know what? And now I look at it kind of like, hey, maybe he, it was good he did that because it woke everybody up to the problem that Texas is facing. And, you know, I do agree with Texas's point. It's not fair for them to absorb all these folks. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, why did they go? Just because they happen to be geographically located on the border, they're stuck having to do this. If you're going to say it's, a, you know, the United States is is um, in charge of its own international borders, then it shouldn't be just one state that's got to absorb this problem. I, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's fair at all. But Well, you know, so... I keep going back to this Glenn Beck, and I'll send anybody this little, it's like a 12, 13-minute video that wants to take the time to hear him dissect it. I don't want to bore you all with 12 or 13 minutes of somebody else talking on this show. But one of the things he mentioned was he was on another show, and they tracked the cell phones. It's kind of like they do the J6er stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they track the, the cell phone data and where these people are going to in the stream of kind of once they get into the border. Where, oh, yeah, where, okay. Kind of where they're I going. I think I've seen something like that. Where are they And they going? said it looks like a human artery. 
system, they're all going back east. They're going back east. Yeah, they're coming in. They're going east, and because a lot of it ain't 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 Mexicans want to stay in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people from other places, like Central America. I know there's a huge part of that, and Middle East. I mean, so there's there's a lot of Middle Easterners that are going through the border. Yeah, you didn't see. You didn't I mean, see. I knew there's some. I didn't know what the numbers wise we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, comfortable enough that there one of them was a uh, a known terrorist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there's like I know there's some. Yeah. I just wonder what the, what percentages are on where everybody's from. I, and I knew, I mean, I knew it was obviously a big portion from Central America. Is kind of the it's a bigger portion from Central America, right? Than it was actual yeah. Mexican immigrants. Correct. I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, so why do, why, why are we letting these people in the country? I mean, they, well, I, I think it's there's well, no pure. There's no uh, woe is me. These poor people won't need to migrate here for better conditions. They're they're bringing people in to destroy this country. Well, I think it's Not the as, the motive is. Yeah, I think the um, I think that it goes back to what I'm saying about the Democrats catching the car. They've run on this platform for years of like, we're, you know, let's go back to let me push this back to NAFTA, right? Okay, I mean they've run on this kind of thing where it's we're just you know we're open and we want people to come and you know like being lax on immigration and that stuff, and then it kept getting more lax and more lax, and they're like this is not a problem, you know, whatever, and then now. It just blew wide open to the point where it's uncontrollable. I mean, or at least they're not controlling it. And I think that that they, I think they just got stuck up in their own rhetoric. Really, I, I mean, I think I really think that's what happened. I I, I think boots on ground Democrats like yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably how y'all feel. But clearly, our federal government allowing this border to be open and busing these people in, they're they. They could say, "Okay, we caught the car, we messed up, and let's let's lo- close the border." Sure, they're not doing that. Well, I think they're. I mean, they're working on a bipartisan bill right now. They don't take a bipartisan bill to to change your policy and close the border. I mean, to quit allowing illegal people in. How about letting border patrol agents do their jobs? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I agree with that portion, but I also think that like this bill, like that the Republicans also want to pass that apparently President Trump is trying to work against is that's I think that's not right either. Yeah, because it involves a bunch of money to Ukraine. I mean, it's it, the We're, uh, we got to protect Ukraine's border, but we can't protect. So you our don't own. think that we should have like a the work on a board, like pass a border bill that's a bipartisan bill that we can get? We already have. Right a, we already have all the laws and stuff on the table. We need to to defend our border. Well, well, yeah, I'm not saying we don't need to defend our border. I'm just saying, like, but, I mean, if we've got an actual bill that's, like, apparently what they're saying, I haven't read every bit of this thing at all, by the way. It's the, you know, the most concessions to Republicans that, that, that has ever been put out. It's a good, like, it's on the, according to conservatives, it's a good bill. So our federal government is holding us hostage, is holding our border hostage to send more money to Ukraine. Chum, does that not, does that not rattle your cage? Well, I mean, I don't think they should do that, obviously. But that's what but, they're doing. Well, they're, the Democrats in control are holding our our sovereignty hostage for us to continue to send billions of dollars to the Ukraine to defend their border. Their border is more important than our border. Make it make sense for me. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think, obviously, that the Ukrainian border should be more important than our border. But I don't see why those bills should be linked at all anyway. And, and, and I, but I just keep saying, we've we've the border... It's always been a little of a problem, mm-hmm. but it always worked. Whatever we had in play, whatever system is illegally already yeah. in place, was working. Can we not just enforce the system in place? Sure. Why, I mean, why does I, it need I, another, mean, I don't think we're disagreeing that they should. I mean, that they're not doing that. and They should be doing that. I why mean, do I we need another bill? Um, again, I'd have to look at the particulars of it. There's some reasons for it, and I haven't really given. This isn't. This is my. 
main issue. I don't know. I'll you know I don't know every single point of the of the new bill, but apparently it is very popular on one side. So. Everybody's getting money for their personal interest. <laughs> Maybe so. That, that's right. Here's it should be as easy as this. The phone in my hand is whatever phone President Biden uses to, mm-hmm. to call or whoever's pulling his purse strings. Uh, Obama, whoever. They pick it up. Dot 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 dot. Shut the border down. <laughs> it's it's that easy. Yeah, I mean, look, look. I'm not saying that they're not doing it. They are. I mean, they're not. I think we were in agreement. Like that's why this has gotten completely out of control. You know, I'm just saying that they. I don't think they should block either block measures that are intended to help either. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's take a call real quick. Yeah. Hey, you're on there. Good morning, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, number one, I'm gonna tell you what. Of course, I've been saying it forever. If you notice, about ninety guys that are coming. Order. The Democrats are importing for this country. And I say this, this bunch of men from 35 now are Hey, buddy, you're cutting out on me really bad. We're going to take a break. Give us a call back here in a few minutes. I'll get you back on. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkron. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This guy, guys, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Pure Air Consultants. Pure Air Consultants is celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a special deal. How about a free labor warranty for five years? Are you tired of expensive heating, furnace repairs, high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air Consultants include... Heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating, maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. Financing is also available. Contact them today, mypureairconsultants.com. The website is mypureairconsultants.com. Ream, a new degree of comfort, and I am glad that my heater worked last week, and I'm glad my air conditioner worked last night. Oh, man. Okay, let's take a call real quick. Mm. Hey, you on there? Hey, this is Buddy again. Yeah, that, much better, much better. Look, uh, I firmly believe the Democrats are importing an army. Look at these guys. They're fighting age, and I'm going to say what I said again. The under 35 generation we have in America now. Uh, won't fight. Well, they'll slap fight or hit you with the purse. They're going to have to break a glass and bring dinosaurs like me and uh, play daddy out. Because, uh, and it's to bring Democratic voters into the state. And, and sir, I'm going to say something in all res- due respect. Uh, if you're a Democrat, you are a member of a group that believes in wholesale murder of children. They uh, promote every perversion known to man and try to cram it down my throat. Now, I'll let you go. Buddy, I agree with you. Okay. Well, uh, you know, how are people that are poor and oppressed fat and got cell phones Smoking cigarettes to come across the border. Explain that to me. Well, uh, look, it's like, it's like the terrorists, the terrorists that came through the other day and said, "You're all going to know who me, 
going to know my name soon. Tell you what, give me 48 hours and I can close the border. You know, you let me go to an armory and I'll requisition about 550 caliber machine guns and I'll get a bunch of old guys like me and we can close the border. Buddy, let me ask you a question. You know, because yes. I, I feel like it's heading this direction. So let's just let's just expedite this. If if they call for citizens to come stand for Texas, can we count? On, can we count on Buddy? Yes, sir. Clay Clay's there, right? Clay's there too. I mean, I can't. Okay, I, Clay's gonna be there, but I'm telling you what, I have I'm to walk it there. like I talk it. Yes, sir, brother. I am going to be there. As long as they got, as long and as they can I let me borrow some of those immigrants' uh, cots. I'm going to tell you straight up, I am 75 years old. Hey, I ain't got that many years left, and I ain't been scared of dying for 50 years. Maybe, and I can pull the trigger. Maybe they'll lock us up with all our J6 buddies. We can have a good old time. Yeah, I'm I'm serious. Well, I look, I'm red flagged. You're red flagged. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they probably got an FBI file on me 20 feet thick. I think but I they don't care. I think I think I see a couple of them outside in their LTDs now. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I just Heck yeah. well, they probably still driving old Crown Vicks now. Yeah, I was thinking about the little That's small right. square LTDs that they used to ride around in in the eighties. These people that are talking, these poor immigrants. Look at them. Poor immigrants are skinny, emaciated, in rags. These are these are being financed into the country. And we're going to, if we don't do something, this country won't last five more years. Brother, I agree with you, buddy. Thanks for calling in this morning. Got me fired up. All right. Now, look, don't you have your Democratic friend with you today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, hey, buddy. What's up? Hey, I'm sorry I feel about Democrats the way (laughs) I You're good, man. You're good. Y'all brought in a, hey, (laughs) and I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to pray that God convicts you. And get you away from all this perverse stuff that y'all promote. I've been praying for him too. We'll see. It's I starting to work some, I think. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Now, my my papa used to say something, and can I? Uh, he and I'm gonna clean it up. He used to say that you know you could try to pray the devil out of somebody and it wouldn't work. Uh, so you had to beat the Hades out of them and that would work. Uh, uh, sir, if you'd like, I, let me know the next time you're coming up there, and I'll be waiting in the bushes with a hammer. <laughs> hey, man, we can go, we it's, go at it. It's a mercy beating, Sean. Uh-huh. He's, doing, he's doing it because he what, what, what does Daddy say? This is going to hurt me worse than it hurts you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank nah, you, buddy. It never did hurt me worse than it hurt them. But no. Look, uh, I mean, examine your, your beliefs, brother, and get your Bible down and see if your party goes along with the Bible. And I, and I ain't a holy roller, and I don't claim to be righteous. I am a mean old devil from a long time ago. Government created a monster in me, and he's still there. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank you. Let's take another call. No, I'm going to hell. I feel oh, it. Yeah. I know. Ooh, crap. I don't lying to. Yeah, what is it? It has to? been giving me fits. I, I promise I'm not intentionally hanging up on folks when y'all call in. But for whatever reason, when somebody's on the other line, it, it it ain't working for me. I don't know if I'm hitting the wrong button or what. I ain't hitting any button different than I always have. But line two is uh has been giving me fits. All right, let's try this. Hey, you're on there. 
Yes, uh, in response to your last caller's denigration uh, uh, of the Democratic Party and calling them pillars of children. The speakers be of careful. truth. Yeah, be careful uh, when you start pointing fingers, because if you say you're a Christian or biblical, we don't judge. Uh, number two, if you support a presidential candidate who is a convicted rapist, uh where are your morals? Where are your Christian and family values? A man that is sexually immoral, cheats on his wife with strippers, porn stars, uh, has had investment in medical facilities that uh, performed abortions. So what I would tell you is do your homework, folks. Donald Trump was for abortion before he was against it. He doesn't even respect women. But you talk about being a man. What is a man if he doesn't love his family and his children, but he will cheat on his wife, he will sleep with other women, commit adultery, and yet you're telling me that the Republican Party, the MAGA Party, is the family values party? Folks, you're scared to look a deer in the headlight. You see it. It's coming towards your car. You're going to run over it and hit you straight in the windshield. That's Donald Trump. He is not who he says he is. He is a fake, a con man. He is my Lord and Savior, John. Thank you. We got to take a break. We'll be right back on WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Sean, you know what's for lunch today? Martin's. It is. It's Martin's today. The Blue Plate Special is... Fried chicken, and of course, the entire menu is available. You know, it, I'm going to say it country fried steak. Try it, you won't regret it. Uh, do it before it gets too hot outside, and you, you don't feel like toting all that extra food around. But man, look, I'm telling you something else. Another item on the menu that I've had that I think is really, really good is their ribeye steak wrap. I mean, like a uh, ribeye gyro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, is really good. It's man. really good. And tonight, by the way, is Friday, it's ribeye steak night. At Martin's, and of course they're going to have live entertainment. Who's there tonight? Because I'm going to get going there tonight. Actually, let's see. Let me, uh, let me hit that I need up. to know personal reasons here. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Uh, events. It should be in order here. All right, tonight, grits and greens with Jason Dane. Okay. Uh, sounds like a good look at the picture here. They look like a fun band. So uh, it's grits and greens with Jay with the Jason Daniels band. So two bands tonight. All right, nice. Yeah, at least that's how I'm reading that. So check them out. Martin's downtown. <laughs> open every day, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. And don't forget, they both uh, NFC and AFC championship games will be on. Are both those games Sunday? Yeah, they are Sunday. Yeah, both games Sunday. Man, go down to Martin's. Enjoy the games. They got more big screens than you can shake a stick at. They got the huge, fun patio outside. And the weather, you know, honestly, it's it's, it's very bearable. I mean, this, it's covered, so rain's not an issue. It's not mm-hmm. too hot. It's not too cold. This is really – this is kind of crawfish weather. Unfortunately, I just don't think there's going to be a crawfish season. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. So, you know, get down that's... to Martin's. Enjoy that. Uh, let's take a call real quick. Yep. Hey, you're on there. Good morning. How are you? This is Sylvia. Hey. How are you doing? I'm up this morning, so I just wanted to say once again, John the Hick thing or whatever you want to call him. Now, I'm going to start calling John the liar. He is a liar. Yes, 
in Matthew chapter 7, it tells us, Judge not, or ye be judged. However, he needs to go ahead and try to start reading the entire Bible, especially the New Testament. It's written to us Christians. Now, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 to 13, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. When I wrote to you before, I told you, this is Paul, not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. But I wasn't talking about unbelievers who judge in the sexual sin or greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would have to leave this world to avoid people like that. I meant that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer, yet indulges in sexual sin or greedy or worship idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. It isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but certainly it's your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those on the outside, but as the Scripture says, you must remove evil, the evil person, from among you. You are an idiot, John. You don't read the Bible. You think you know everything, and you don't. No wife of Donald Trump has ever said that he has cheated on them. That woman who's talking about that sexual assault, she's a liar. She's a liar. Well, I will she's say, a liar. now I will say, yes, yes, she is a liar. That I, mean, I think anybody would too. That they, they can look at anything uh, ob- objectively. That that E. Jean Carroll thing is an absolute lie. First off, she's she's ugly as all sin. I mean, I'm just gonna look at Trump's track record, yeah, his resume. She ain't, she ain't getting it. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna speak for Trump here. She she ain't gonna she ain't gonna make the cut. This is a man that bought the Miss Universe pageant or Miss America pageant. I mean, he knows attractive women when he sees them. Uh, but I but but I will say uh, he I the timeline wise he had to have cheated on Melania with 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 the porn star. I mean, that's just it is what it is. I mean, they were married when this allegedly happened. So I just I, and then I, the other thing I that, that I wanted to say is that um, he, um, uh, John always talks about uh, how the Democrat Party is the party to be. Well, the Democrat Party, they are evil. They do believe in uh, supporting um, uh, abortion. They do believe in supporting this woke agenda and this doggone transgender mess and these homosexuals and these lesbians. Now, what I want to say is the following. If you claim to be a Democrat and you are a Christian, you are not following what the Word of God has to say. Bottom line. And I don't care who like, doesn't like what it said. Get over it. I can have, I have Scripture to back me up. You cannot be a Democrat and call yourself loving the Lord Jesus Christ and have, and have uh, trusted Him as your Lord and Savior. And that's all I wanted to say. It's good to be on the show. I like listening to you this morning because I'm up early. Talk to you later. Bye. Great to have you back. Appreciate it, Miss Sylvia. Always good to hear from you. So the callers are on fire this morning. Immigration. <laughs> that's what it does. I know. I told Sean as soon as we sat down, I said, man, we got we to start with immigration. He's like, man, it's going to eat up the whole first hour. We're going to talk about nothing else. It's like, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's already 746. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Hey, look, I mean, <clears throat> here's a question I have, and, I, and we can keep it short here. Make sure I articulate this properly. Yep. I don't know what Article 4, Section 4 is of the uh, Constitution. I think you looked it up. 
Yeah. Something about the invasion. Biden is clearly violating those. So let's play the double standard for a second. Mm-hmm. They're trying to claim that even though Trump has not been found guilty of insurrection, they're trying to claim that he can't run for president in certain, they can't put him on the ballot in certain states over articles of, articles Section three of the, of the 14th Amendment. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Can I not play that same? Can we not play that same game? Section I don't think, but by the way, I do not think we should. But couldn't Texas at this point say, you know what? We're not going to allow Biden on the ballot. I don't know. I mean, Section 3 is talking about, and I don't know that Biden's engaged in an insurrection, you know, or engaged in an insurrection or rebellion. He's engaged in an invasion. Well, or he's, I guess the, the better thing, I guess the better way to put it, you, would, you could, Texas could say Biden is derelict in his duties as president. Yep. I would think that would be the way to phrase that, which I don't think fits in Section 3, but maybe something else there. I don't, that it fits in another article. I don't know. But yeah, but I don't think Section 3 would be the right. I could think they could say the president is derelict in his duties. Now, how to, how do you, how you attack that? I don't. I'm not really sure. Interesting, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had that tagline in the intro since day what, one of the derelict show. in his duties. No, 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 no. Um, May the times you live in be interesting. And I say, and then it says, I think we have accomplished that. I mean, I think it's going to be enough interest the entire year. I mean, because you know, I was saying the other night when the New Hampshire primary was over, Chris Wallace said, you know, uh, we're going to have 286 days of a general election, which has never happened. Yeah, like that's we've never had a campaign that started this early for a general election right and in january like that just never happened before because you know who the yeah. candidate is mm-hmm. I mean, it's just I mean, never 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 had that much so then somebody called me the other night and explained that he's like you know you know how much stuff the american people are going to be force-fed the next you know till it's going to be just insane it's gonna be a rough year i mean well, you know because it's a rough year because the last eight years by the time we get to the next election mm-hmm it's it's been such a really the last ten years if you kind of count the last couple of years of Obama and when the start of things start ramping up who's gonna run yeah we we survived Trump Clinton and all the chaos that that, that unfolded for the four years of the Trump campaign yeah COVID Black Lives Matter oh two natural disasters um and then you know we're, we're four years of just full on friction the entire time mm-hmm. with the Biden stuff. I mean, we did, we have just not had. I know what people say. A when break, they, you mean from yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I know like what people break. mean when they say, "Man, I just want to get back to normal." I know what they're talking about. You know, talking about like where we don't li- where where we don't live and breathe political discourse. The problem is, politics has replaced pop culture. It, it has. I read. You know, it's, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I read an article about this the other day that said exactly what you were just saying. Yeah. That that this has just now become something it, it never was in the past where. You know, everybody is 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 like drawing a line. Everybody's so into it, and it's so polarizing. I mean, even as little as like let's say twenty years, like two thousand five, right? So George W. Bush was polarizing to the Democrats, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this where everybody was so involved in it. it had so much, you know what I mean? You, you yeah. remember that time? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Look, <clears throat> you know, and for example, the fact that morning shows like The View. Are political now? Yeah, exactly. Right. It was, a, you know, and, just, and I'm just using them as an example. But they, they all, everything on our TVs is politicized. The late every, night every shows. Talking head. I mean, oh, the, yeah, yeah I mean, like everything is. And got they picked us, and they all picked a side. Yeah, yeah. Everything is completely revolves around this now, yeah. and, and a constant. And I guess maybe the media, you know, looks at it like, and the you know, 
the entertainment shows, like this is what sells to people. Yeah. But I think we've actually, you know, we talked about this the other day too, and I, I was listening to PBD and he talked about it. I think it's been so force fed to all of us the last, like you're saying, since Obama left office, the that people are now sick, like getting, and I think this year is going to really make them sick. And the pendulum, the pendulum always swings. Mm-hmm. And if we can survive this, which I know yep. I'm a doomer, I, I hope we can. <laughs> if we can survive this next 12 to 13 months and get on the other side of it, I, you just have to think that people are going to be burnt out on fighting about politics at some point. It's, it's going to hit critical mass. It's you got know, like, to. And there's going to be the younger generation coming up that maybe is very disinterested in all this. Mm-hmm. And also, you're going to have this group of, I'm just going to be honest with you, old white people that are running the country are going to are going to start dying out and retiring and you're going to get a fresh new crop of 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 new people white black uh foreign descent the whole nine some you're actually going to get some good diversity because there is such a thing as good diversity you know kind of just coming up and has um has seen this and I think it's going to be influenced by it and tired of it at the same time it's going to be interesting to see what the next batch of 30 something year old politicians looks like acts like how how did all of this as their childhood how did this mold them yeah no that's a really i mean it's a good point and it's maybe think of something i told you the other day after the i think it was on the new hampshire primary you know i was watching the candidates campaign the people for trump the surrogates and haley and everybody's like we're gonna you know use this phrase like we're gonna take america back or we're gonna do this we're gonna take it back we're gonna go and i was thinking to myself it's like you know every politician every party Every four years or every whatever election cycle says essentially the same thing in my my political my you know my coming of age lifetime since I was like fifteen like it's the same thing like we're gonna bring us back we're gonna do that and I was telling you I was like have I, has our lives really changed that much in terms of that you know like what can we like point to like they did this for me like they brought this for you know what I mean it's really just kind of stayed consistent and there were also on this perpetual cycle of coming back. Like, we're always coming back from something, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, whatever. It's never like, hey, man, things were pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's never that. It's always we're coming back. Like, I'm going to do this. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of, it's kind of exhausting, you know, when I'm thinking about it. As I'm playing this through in my head, I, I think one of the, I think I just convinced myself that there needs to be an age limit for the, for old people that run this country. Mm, uh, yeah, I think so too, I, I, 100% I, on that. We wouldn't be in this situation. I don't believe if it wasn't for, you know, because like on our side, I look at Joe Biden and I think of all the racist things he said as a senator. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, I remember back in the 70s, right? Yeah. And then we're supposed to believe that he just woke up one morning and wasn't that guy no more. His heart has changed. You know, some yeah. people say that we're former racists. They're like, well, heart has yeah. changed. And maybe some have. I don't want to yeah. knock that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, there are some people have. I, I don't yeah. think Joe Biden did. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, well, my point being, we look. We have to look at all this corruption and all this. Uh, but I think this dude's a racist, and then we have to tell anybody that if you don't vote for this racist, you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like, if you don't vote for our racist, you're a racist. If you vote for if you vote for your guy that's actually not a racist, you're a racist. Like it make it make sense, and people are tired of the. I think that's one of the main things I'm tired of, Sean. Both sides. Is being told, don't believe my line eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's annoying, and I, I hate the and I hate the uh, being tagged with something because you you think you know believe a certain way, you vote a certain way. It's like, oh well, I mean, all those people voting for Trump are obviously fascists, you know. I mean, we gotta take a break. You know? We'll be right back.
Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show as we wind down the first hour here. Guys, don't forget lunch today, Flowood, Brandon, and Madison, Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. Don't forget Flowood and Madison have breakfast this morning. Get out there, check them out, try one of their award-winning hamburgers or their great appetizers, the Monster Mozzarella Sticks or the Smoked Wings are my personal favorites. I get the Nashville Hot on the Smoked Wings. Also, check them out online, burgersblues.com. Sean, that was an interesting conversation. Man. Yeah. That's, that, that's one that we could peel back for an hour. Uh, oh, speaking of the hour, top of the hour, we may read some of your text messages, and we're going to get into Fred Shanks is going to be on the show with us at 8.30, Rep. Fred Shanks from Brandon, Mississippi, going to be discussing the reviving of the uh, initiative ballot initiative process with the potentially abortion and right-to-work laws never being allowed to uh, be added to a ballot initiative. We're going to see what Fred thinks about that and how did they come to that conclusion. And I'll probably read some of your text messages. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurt-Karan. We'll be right back. 